because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live, our Monday edition of the show. It is March 29th, 2021. Which means it's almost rent day for me. Yay. <laughs> I am joined by my co-host, Hannah. Hannah, hello. Hi. It's not rent day for me soon. <laughs> Fuck. I fucking hate the end of the month. You know what I'm saying? So I like the bad. end of the month. What? It just means that we're closer to movies that I'm excited about. I mean, I guess if you look at the look, look at it that way, but my bank account, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, rent is doing the first. I still want my parents, some, so <laughs> some some bullshit. Um, all right. So, how you doing? How's your weekend going? What's going on? I'm here? good. Uh, nothing really exciting, honestly. I I watched a whole bunch of movies yesterday, though. Not ones that I haven't seen before. Just oh yeah, yeah. Movie. Surprise! God, yeah. I cannot stand. I know. I can't stand when you're watching a movie. It's like all you tweet about for like 80 minutes. Listen, like, no, no, this is dude. the thing, though. This is the thing, though. I watched like four movies yesterday and I didn't tweet about any of them except for Creed. But I only I tweet about Creed because Creed is one of my favorite movies. So that's why I tweeted a bunch about it. Like, fine. I just I knew when you was tweeting about <laughs> uh, Creed, I said, I know at the end, the, the last tweet or something is yep. going to be the fucking run scene. Yep. I know it. it and then as predictable, as predictable as Hannah is. Surprise! I'm obligated to post it. <laughs> mean you obligated? I don't. Every get time it. I watch it, I just feel like I'm doing a disservice to Twitter if I don't post it. You're not. No. <laughs> well, it always <laughs> pops off every time I tweet it. So obviously, I don't know I why. It's the simps. Because everyone simp. agrees. <laughs> no, it's the simpy. That's simps. cinema. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh. So nothing else is going on? Just been watching some movies and stuff? Uh, yeah. I, Gamer I played, Hannah. How's Gamer Hannah? What's I played a little bit of Spider on PS4, but yesterday my cousins were over, so I didn't get to play like I planned to. So today when I when we get done recording and after I shower, I'm going to play PS4. So Where are you at, man? Um, I'm still I'm still where I left off. I was like off doing what missions. What is going on? What? I was off doing missions. <laughs> what missions? Uh, I don't know, just the ones that um Yuri tells me to do. I I know that I skipped a a thing. No, 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 I skipped a mission, so I can go run around and swing. And um, you skipped a mission? I'm sorry. What? Yeah, it, like she was like told me to do a mission, but I was just running around swinging. Well, I mean, you don't have to go directly to each mission. You can just you know bullshit. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Oh, I know okay. the last mission you. that she told me to do, I was, like, practicing swinging because I was, like, what is I that need one? to practice. I can't remember. Oh, uh, come on. It was, like, you... it was like it was like right after I had to do those puzzles and find them. Um, it's, like, I'm trying to find backpacks right now and then also, like, do these tower things. I had to, like, go to, like, uh, towers to, like, make them all sink or whatever. It was right after I did that. Jeez, so you're not you're not at the new suit yet? What's going on? No, I got the new suit. I got the new suit. Oh, well, all right. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I had to, uh, after, it's after uh, Doc Hawk found out that I was Spider-Man. Yeah, well, kind of. Well, he kind of just, he's kind of like pretending that he doesn't know for Peter's sake. He's like, oh, I, know. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, well, I, I mean, well, that's, that's what that scene is. I feel like, you know, that scene was like, okay, he knows, but, you know, Peter, he, for your sake, he's just going to pretend like he doesn't. Well, no, he, he, he like literally told him like he's going to help him. Help him what? Like, Spider-Man? yeah, be Spider-Man. Like he, when I was doing, uh, when I was killing a bunch of people or like hit, hitting people, because Spider-Man doesn't kill. Um, but when I was like hitting people, does he kill? No, he does. Well, it depends, I guess. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <when I> was... <laughs> he doesn't kill, but I mean, listen, uh, if if he, I mean, he doesn't in the game, he does not kill because even when you when you kick somebody off the roof, like a web a web thing kind of attaches them to the roof. Gotcha. Like the um, they don't fall to their death. When I was uh like uh hitting a bunch of people, like this thing popped up and it was like, Doc Ock made you a gadget. And then also yeah, like, Peter so- Peter was sewing his suit together and then Doc Ock walked in and was like, What are you doing? And Peter tried to hide it and then uh he moved him out of the way and then Doc Ock's like, Oh, you're Spider Man. No, he said you were he he thinks he works for Spider Man. No, he no. knows he's Spider Man. Hannah, I promise you, he he doesn't. <laughs> Just trust me. Dude, I played, played the story like eight times. He does not know he's Dwayne. I am. I swear to God, he like no. I swear to God, he said that he thinks he's Spider Man. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Maybe I'm I just promise, an idiot. I don't know. I pro- well, <laughs> I promise you, he Peter, Peter. Okay, so Peter Parker. After he saw the suit, he was going to assume that, oh, my God, he knows I'm Spider-Man. But Doc Ock thinks that he works for Spider-Man. There's a big moment at the end. That's I promise you that's you got you got the dialogue wrong. I don't know what you're talking about. So uh, I don't know then. I guess I was say. just fucking in my own world, little there's, world. There's a big like moment at the end that kind of plays into the, his reveal of being spider it, Yeah. I'll have to rewatch it on YouTube or something when I get off. Go ahead. I mean, yeah. I I believe you. I believe you. Then when he makes the when he makes in the new suit, he's like, "Give this to Spider Man." Not what I thought. When he makes the new suit, he's like, "Give this to Spider Man. Have fun and all that stuff." And yeah, so he's just playing along, kind of. You'll see. Um, whatever. Golly, you're like still like (laughs) in the first hour or something. I know. Jeez. Listen, my thing is the thing is I played Drake's Fortune right, and I had a good time playing it. But I kind of forced myself to play it because I still, I don't think I was, like, emotionally ready to, like, get invested in another game after The mm-hmm. Last of Us. Um, and right, I, I still kind of feel like I'm in that phase. So I'm not, like, I don't know, just, like, ready to attack another game. But also, I do really want to play this game. So I'm going to fully invest myself in it. Why, in Spider-Man PS4? Yeah, in Spider-Man PS4, yeah. Listen, you'll get past the, the, the little lab puzzles are really dumb, but you'll you'll get over it. I mean, it, it, not... No, those aren't those aren't that hard. I was just, when I first was doing them, oh, when I first had to do them, I was getting real fucking frustrated. I was like, I am going to throw my fucking controller. Um, They're but... really not hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my, I don't, don't have know. any patience for these kind of things. I really don't. So that's yeah, why. Yeah, I can tell. This is why initially when I started playing The Last of Us and Dwayne, the first night that I started playing it, he goes, oh, it's like a ladder puzzle. And I go, there's puzzles. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? So in my head, I'm thinking wow. there's like actual puzzles. But no, it's just like trying to have to figure out where the fuck you got to go. Um, Listen, I'm just going to be blunt. There's puzzles in like every kind of game. 
like oh okay. I, I i know that but like like yeah like, I, for Spider-Man, it's like little mission puzzles. Oh, you got to do that instead. It's like Once that. I figured out how to do ones. it, I was fine. But Yeah, the lab ones are dumb. <laughs> and then, where are you going to play again? Uncharted 4? If you hate puzzles, yeah. boy, do I got a game no, for you. I, listen, I like the puzzles in the first <laughs> Uncharted game, though. I like those puzzles. Those are fun. Alright, listen, you gotta get some more in Charter 4. But I I don't know why, but with the Spider-Man one, that's the first one that I had to play, it was getting fucking frustrating. But after that, but after the, I got past that, one? I was fine. Yeah, just that one. Like, because I had a lab one after that, too, and I was fine, and I did it. But with the first lab one, I was like, bro, I don't know why. I know I, did, I, I ended up skipping the fucking first one. But <laughs> I, I did the second one. Uh, but, yeah, I was fucking losing my mind. Yes, I, 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 when I replayed the game, I'm like, I'm not doing any of these. I'm skipping them all. So. <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine if, like, we weren't, like, allowed to, like, cuss? What? Like, if we weren't allowed to, like, cuss on the podcast, like, can you imagine? Well, there are some podcasts who is, like, you know, the one that is, like, sponsored by, yeah. you know, NBC. You can't cuss, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, like, just now I was, like, hearing myself and I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. We have potty mouths. What I know. <laughs> right, I'm from everyone, Chicago. So... What can I say? <laughs> yeah, I'm from fucking Boston. Yeah. All you do is curse. <laughs> God. Red Sox lose one freaking game and that's it. It's over. <laughs> God, I don't care, but I mean, Jesus, how they are. Uh, okay, so today we have some news. Not really. Yeah, some. Uh, then we have some questions. So we're going to answer some stuff today. <laughs> We've been lacking <laughs> on questions. So like slow news days like this are like the best times to do it. Sure. So we can get right. We can start right off with a question. So if you want to send us a message, everyone, uh, text message, anything like that, text uh, 617-506-3409 and Hannah and I will answer them anytime we can on the live shows. Okay. So this person here says, uh, is Falcon and Winter Soldier losing steam online? Uh listen so last so last friday right i went on a whole rampage about the restore the snyder snyder uh verse thing and how people who are getting misconstrued with how analytics and stuff work and whatnot so it would be obviously really idiotic if i came on here and said yeah it's losing so much steam no one cares about this about this damn show so i will say at least no one in my space really cares about I, this I don't think show. it has as strong of a social media presence as WandaVision did. I think that's a fair thing to say. I don't think it's losing steam, but I think on social media it's not as uh, like popular. Um, I think probably with casual audiences. I know my sister didn't really watch WandaVision, um, but she's full in on Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure it's the same way for a lot of people uh you know wandavision was kind of a weird um uh kind of gamble for marvel seeing if they could you know do these weird um these weird stories and still have their audience and they do but with falcon winter soldier you know it's definitely catered more to the mcu um casual audience so i'm sure you know they're the ones tuning in like a majority of people tuning in to falcon winter soldier is probably the casual mcu audience so and they're probably not you know as big on social media as you know we were with wandavision people on film twitter like theorizing and you know just being mm-hmm. so active with the conversations around wandavision so i think that's why 
Yeah, I would agree. I, I think it's more so casual because the numbers are doing pretty good as of, I mean, from what we know, numbers mm. are pretty good for the show and stuff like that. Uh, so I think amongst online, even when you click, I just, when you click on the, when you, when you click on that, you know, when you go to the search and you click on the banner, I mean, mm-hmm. the, uh, whatever you're searching for, like hashtag Falcon and Witcher Soldier is still, I'm like, it's like very meh kind of reactions and not even reactions, but just engagement. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. when WandaVision was out, that's just all everybody was talking about. I'm going to say everyone that I like on my Twitter, on my Twitter, not my mom's Twitter or my friend's Twitter, you know, on my Twitter, at least. This is everyone was talking about that one show. And like I, I, I did a post. I posted like Saturday that listen, the show has about what three it comes out on three AM on uh yeah. Friday morning. Okay, so I see stuff until like about noon and then it vanishes off the face of the earth. Vanishes. Like I don't see anything. Everyone has their reviews out, everyone does a little reactions, and then everyone moves on. It's all I've seen, at least since it's premiered. Uh, it's only week two, but I feel like week two, that's when everything would be like hot. So I can only imagine like a week four or something like that, or even this week. Uh, and I just think there's not much takeaway when you, when the show's done because the show finishes and it's, it's the standard MCU stuff that we've seen. There's nothing groundbreaking about it. Uh, it's just. It's a show, at least to me. It's very. It's, I'm not it's a ready show. to write it off yet. I'm still, you know, in and not convinced that it's gonna like be this Oof. the whole way through the Lord. series yet. Um, only because I don't know. I I feel like Disney Plus is a different kind of medium for Disney, and I think they are taking chances. And I hope that with um the third episode on, we get to see more of that kind of stuff that we saw in WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier. Um. I don't know. I'm just going to be hopeful, I guess. But also, mm. I do think that the reason why it doesn't have such a uh, large social media presence as WandaVision did uh, is also because there's no, like, theories to kind of make about it. Um, like, it's just, you know, you watch it and you're like, oh, that's crazy. And then that's it. You don't have to, like, theorize or be like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And also, we don't have, like, the cast promising things that's going to happen that won't happen <laughs> later. So, mm-hmm. you know. I, I don't know. I'm I'm still really excited about the rest of the series. Uh, this episode just wasn't my favorite. But uh, there was also, I have to be fair, you know, WandaVision episode four, that wasn't my favorite episode. So, you know. What episode was that? Uh, that's was... The, the whole S.H.I.E.L.D. episode. Oh, when Monica comes back. I like the beginning of that. Yeah, but the, yeah, even I after like, that, I like it was the like. the beginning of that. Even after that, even if you didn't like, see, I didn't like episode three or like, yeah, I, I th- no, I thought episode two was like, eh, whatever. But even after that, I still saw. Well, stuff. I'm not talking about like social media engagement. I'm just talking about with me myself. I didn't really like an episode of WandaVision that wasn't my favorite episode. So giving Vulcan Winter Soldier the benefit of the doubt, saying, oh well, they didn't have an episode that I didn't really care for either. So I'm not gonna write it off because I didn't write WandaVision off. So. Yeah, I'm not right. Well, honestly, I just don't. Well, I mean, you, everyone knows how I feel about the show. I don't like the show. I don't think the show. It's interesting at all to me. Uh, I at least, even if I didn't like WandaVision episode two, and I thought, okay, we're getting what's going on here. Um, I was still interested. And I can't say the same about that for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't know. Uh, So, okay. Some people's reactions to when I said, like, what's going on with the kind of engagement, I guess. So Pat from the team says, 
WandaVision was built on mysteries and wondering what the hell was going on, which in turn shot itself in the foot with some people in the end because some theories were better than the others. We we get to spend a week talking about Power Broker. Like, I guess he says, are we going to ever spend a week about talking about Power Broker? Who's that? I honestly have seen people talk about it online, and I guess it's like a person that's going to show up in the next episode, and it's supposed to be like a big deal. And I'm like, I completely missed that in the second episode. Beats me. Beats yeah, I don't me. know. Um, I don't know. I haven't okay. the second episode, so... You said what? You haven't I haven't rewatched it? the second episode, no. Yeah, here's another thing too. I didn't even like episode like there's some weak episodes in WandaVision that I've rewatched like multiple times. Well, I've rewatched this... the first episode of Falcon Red Soldier like five times. Oof. Um, oh but... I love that first episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't rewatched anything. It's it's bad. Okay. Uh this person, Houston Coley, I believe his name is him. Uh, oh he hey, we says, follow each other. Um, great. Okay, I mean it's mainly because Falcon and Winter Soldier is not a mystery show. It doesn't have constant Easter eggs. It does, and potential cameos to dissect at every turn. In some ways, it's quite it's quite a bit better. Cameos to dissect. like you know what? you know how with the WandaVision cast saying like oh we have people coming and stuff like that and people kind of theorized on that every week. Being like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I think the cameo is going to be this person and that person. Like like I said a few seconds ago, um, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier, like, the cast isn't promising. Like, Sebastian Stan or Anthony Mackie aren't in interviews promising, like, a big cameo to come. Like, a Luke Skywalker cameo to come later in the series. So, you know, they don't have that to kind of theorize on like we did with WandaVision. Because <laughs> they're not promising things. It's not going to happen. I remember I saw a post the other day about the creator saying that episode five will introduce an important new character to the series. Mm-hmm. I love to see that character with Thor. I wonder. Uh, I don't know. Well, that they they're also saying a new character, <clears throat> not a um, not like a cameo or anything. I I mean I guess. Uh, okay. This person says, that's what I always thought. WandaVision is out there and weird, so you can make theory and means nonstop. Falcon and Winter Soldier is more real world and deep. Like, you can't make meme out of what happened last episode. I've seen a thousand memes about the pe- about them running, you know, running through the grass. So, I guess. <laughs> but you can see, you can talk like everyone did after episode. What is going on with these response? But you can talk <laughs> like everyone did after episode to now. I guess. All right. Uh, this person here says, pretty much WandaVision was unique for MCU, while Falcon Winter Soldier is standard MCU, which is fine, but doesn't leave much of an impression unless something in the remaining four episodes does something to put it all in new contents. I feel like I feel like the Disney Plus shows, there's going to be certain audiences that show up for them. You know, you know, uh, there's a lot of people who WandaVision wasn't their cup of tea and they didn't really get into it. And I'm sure Falcon Winter Soldier is going to be the same way. There's going to be like a good amount of people who, you know, are like, oh, it wasn't like WandaVision. I don't like it. It's not my cup of tea, whatever. Um, And that's fine. You know, no one's like, no, I guess, crowd is better than the other for liking one show or not liking the other. You know, I don't know. It's probably just going to be this way, you know, like how people have their favorite MCU movies. We have completely different favorite MCU movies and that's fine. I guess people are probably going to have different, you know, uh, favorite Disney Plus shows, which is fine. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. And it's not like we're like not being like 
Like, we're only getting one a year. You know what I mean? Like, we're pretty oversaturized with the shows. So, it's not like you... Let's say we only got Falcon Winter Soldier this year. It kind of suck if you only got this show and you didn't like it this year, right? Because it wouldn't have any... Yeah, you know what I mean? So, it's like we have plenty of show... (laughs) We have plenty of Disney Plus shows to come out this year. So, if you don't like WandaVision or Falcon Winter Soldier, then you'll have more later on in the year. You know what I mean? It's not like they're not... They're only giving you one option. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Um, all right, this person right here. Everyone was theorizing about WandaVision, and the mystery led to the discussion. It's not like WandaVision is better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, no one said that. Just saying. <laughs> boring. Joe from the team said it bores me, pal. I want to like it, but yikes. Well, I agree there. All right. It's because it's so straightforward. There really aren't any hidden clues or much to decipher. With WandaVision, we knew it was setting up multiple sequels. With this, not so much. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that speaks to, like, the less engagement, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. think it, like, not having, like, any clues or anything, like, makes it, like, bad. It's two very different shows. I don't think Falcon and Winter Soldier needs that. No, 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 no. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it needs yeah. anything. I don't think it needs like promises or anything like that for it to make it a good show. I guess just some people is invested, some people aren't, some people are bored, some people aren't. Yeah, some and people, people like what they're doing. It was the same don't. way with WandaVision, you know? Yeah, that there's a lot of people who didn't get into WandaVision, like Manda. <laughs> Manda watched the entire series and she's never really got into it and she's loving falcon wonder soldier so that's what i mean by you know there's gonna be different audiences that kind of attach themselves to different shows i guess you're right anyway everyone this person here says um sorry everything is loading here everyone we're live quote unquote (laughs) this person here says Dwayne and Hannah, I am quite bored with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Do you think I should stop watching? What? I mean, no. If you, I mean, if you want. I, this is my thing with the TV <laughs> show. I'll tell you my thing with the TV show. If sure. I am not hooked by the first two episodes, I drop it. I won't watch it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you see, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair thing to do. If you're not loving it within the first two episodes, I think it's completely fine to drop it. You gave it a good chance. I just started uh, Walking Dead like like a week ago because I love Steven Yeun. So I was like, let me start the Walking Dead. And I watched the first two episodes. I don't really love them, so I stopped watching it. Uh, <laughs> of what? What season? The first one, right? Yeah, the first one. Uh, I mean, because I I watched yeah. with my dad on and off, and he was like he was in later seasons, like later, 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 and I watched like episodes sometimes, and it was like just like a passive kind of watch. So, and I never really like had the need to go back and watch the first seasons, um, because it's not like I was like watching like whole seasons of like the last seasons or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I did start it, and I watched the first two episodes, and I was like. Eh. Like, my favorite thing about yeah. the show was Steven Ewan, and I was like, and those first two episodes pissed me off, because, uh, let, me, let me talk about this for a second, uh, <laughs> those first two episodes pissed me off, because he wakes up in the fucking hospital out of a coma, right? And mm-hmm. so, they're, what they're pitching to me is, he's been in a coma not long enough to have died from dehydration or starvation, but long enough for a zombie apocalypse to ensue. What? Sir, What? Hannah, I cannot believe this is the line you draw <laughs> after everything you defend with other movies. This is the line for you. 
I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. I'm baffled. I, I, I'm not, I'm not entertaining this. This is the line you're drawing. This is the Jeez. line. This is the line when it's less than ten minutes into the show that this happens. But when I, this but when I line. say, listen, I don't need a fucking starfish to speak, and it's like, oh, I mean, well. Take it with Oh, get out of here. <laughs> this is I, the yes. line. Yes, I do no. need a starfish to speak. That's like fun, stupid, and like weird. Oh, okay. The Walking Dead is just like, hey, <laughs> this man is fine, but a whole zombie apocalypse ensued while he was in a coma and nobody has been tending to him. I think that's what happens when you. Uh, listen, there's what I'm going to say. Hmm. Only thing I'm going to say is I don't want you to get angry, but I think that's what happens if you go in expecting to be like eh, about something. No, I You're swear to God, I went gonna... in. Listen, I swear to God, I went in because I wanted to love it. I wanted to have a new show to binge, and I was like, "Oh my listen, God, Stephen Ewan, I love him." There's and so then, many times no. where uh, there's so oh, many wait, times. Wait, go back, go back to my Twitter, go back to my Twitter profile and see what I said when I was watching the first episode. I was so excited watching the first episode. I was very into it, and then this shit happened that made me so mad. And then I did like it after that part. And then the second episode, I did like it because uh, Stephen Ewan was there. Um, but then I was like, uh, I don't know if I can watch like a whole season of them just kind of like running away from zombies. Because that's what the last yeah, season, funny. like the episodes were <laughs> in the later seasons. <laughs> just like them yeah, running away from zombies much. and that's it. I was like, I don't know I if stopped I watching. I stopped watching The Walking Dead after like season seven or eight or something like that. Right after Negan <laughs> doesn't get killed. I get like angry because I'm like, what's going on? And all I'm saying is. If Tom Holland was the one to wake up in this damn bed, I just know I wouldn't be hearing about this by now. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're right. You know, if okay. let's say, so let's say, let's say, <laughs> let's say if Stephen Ewan was the main character and he woke up in that bed, I wouldn't have cared. I would have. That's why him. I'm like, that's why I'm over here like, seriously, seriously. Oh, okay. At least you're honest with you. At least you're honest with yourself, I guess. I should be able to have a sexy bias. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Die. It's getting to some other questions. Person here says, Dwayne and Hannah, I actually quite enjoy Falcon and Witcher's Soldier because of the more realistic vibes. I can never get into WandaVision because I felt like I always had to put my disbelief somewhere else. It just didn't seem really viable. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, 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 wait a minute. It didn't seem viable. So you're telling me this universe with a talking raccoon and a and a big purple fella with a with a with a gauntlet, a man who has a frisbee as his weapon, and like a green person in Gamora. What else is ridiculous in the MCU? Mysterio, everything. I like how you named like situations first and then just Mysterio is just Mysterio. This is what I'm saying. This is where we're drawing the list. That's why I'm so baffled by every. This is where we're drawing the line. Yeah, Fuck. I got a talking tree here, but God damn it, you make this thing a sitcom out of here. What? <laughs> oh, man. I think, I think that's kind of a, like a problem, to be honest. A problem that the MCU has made where it's like we've kind of like normalized these crazy ass things happening that it doesn't even feel crazy anymore. Like, I like... Feel, <laughs> with the DCU introducing like Starro, it feels crazy because there's nothing, there hasn't been anything in the DCU that's been like that insane until like Zack Snyder's Justice League. But with like the MCU, if you put like a huge like talking starfish in the MCU, I'd promise you no one would blink an eye. But yeah, yeah because <laughs> I'm like befuddled. It's a little weird. <laughs> I'm like befuddled. I'm like, this is, this is, it doesn't seem viable. 
Well, listen, whoever this oh, person right, right. is, it doesn't say. But also, Aquaman is insane. But like, I don't, yes. I don't know. What, I want to know what's weird. Aquaman's the only billion dollar um, DC movie, and I feel like it's like the least talked about. Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like Birds of Prey and Shazam create more conversation because people like hate them so much. And oh, like, there you go. And BVS, right? BVS and Zack Snyder's movies, like they obviously create a whole bunch of conversation because they're Zack Snyder. But then like Aquaman's just kind of like chilling in the corner and nobody really talks about it. Like I always forget it's part of the DCU. Every single time I talk about it. I think it's because it stands out so much. Not and when good or bad. Good or bad, but I think it's because it stands out. It's it's a lot of blue. I don't think it stands out in like a good or bad way. I just think it's very like middle of the road kind of. You see, I would consider like a what's something that came out? What's the DCEU again? One of these movies? I don't know. And people like love Wonder Woman, so I'm a champion of Aquaman. I think it's fine where it is, made a lot of money. I'm not saying it's it's bad or anything. I I don't love the movie, but I'm just saying like I feel like I don't like ever see people like talk about it and bring it up in conversation as much as they do with like Birds of Prey or Shazam or like Zack Snyder's movies or Wonder Woman, you know? Yeah. I guess. I, I think it's know. just it's because it's not something to be mad about, you know, or yeah, like something to I mean. be like it's, it's like a masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's calling it that. Everyone, I think it's because it's it did what it had to do. Quite frank in my mm-hmm. eyes, I just think it it just it was there. You knew I was there. I was just like saying like done. nothing crazy has happened in the DCU. And then I remembered like an octopus played like the drums. Yeah, Aquaman. I was gonna say that, and I was like, <laughs> eh, maybe she won't agree, I, but. Uh, I, Completely, totally forgot that Aquaman is in the DCU for a second. I always do. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So listen, whoever sent this message, I'm gonna need you to send a reason. As if you're, I could understand after this message. If you don't like the weird stuff in the MCU, then you're like, ah, it's not viable stuff. Yeah. Give me my my reality and and guns and give me my stuff. Iron Mans and give me my give Captain me, Americas. Yeah, that then if you're like that, I could be like, okay. But if you champion the talking tree and <laughs> Wakanda and the rhinos and all of that, wait, why? In the- why are rhinos crazy? That's like an actual animal. No, I'm not. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. The freaking horn to call the rhinos, and then they just come out of nowhere and they start wrecking folk. This what is going on? Now we we, we draw the line at a sitcom, but god damn it, Vormir and Portals and Endgame and and little Ant Man's and ah, you lost me. Okay, all right. This person here says, "It's funny." <laughs> This, per- this person here says, who do you think is the big bad of Falcon and Winter Soldier? I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be John Walker. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually would like it if it's him. Me too. Uh, the I Zemo train, the, the, the Zemo train I'm not on because. I love Zemo. So that's the. I love Zemo too. I'm that's just... where I'm conflicted. Because I think Zemo is one of the most underrated MCU villains. And I'm very happy that they brought him back in the show. But the only way that I'm going to be like happy when the show ends is if they actually make Zemo terrifying. Um, and like give him like a character instead of just being like, oh, he's fucking with the Avengers, ha ha ha. Because I love Daniel Bruhl and yeah. I think Daniel Bruhl's amazing, so I know he can like turn out like a great <clears throat> performance if he had the right material. So I hope they, you know, they give him you know a little more to do in this series. 
I think he's underrated in uh, Civil War. Um, I do kind of hope he does have some thing, some time to shine here because in Civil War, I feel like everyone came out of that movie because there's so much. It, no mm-hmm. one really talked about yeah, Zemo he's like at all. Secondary, um, and even though he's like kind of yeah. the main reason why the Avengers are fighting. Yeah, he's like, I mean, he's Black Panther's kind of ending with him was great. Uh, it's just, yeah, he just kind of. I think fades that's one of the best scenes the in the MCU. <clears throat> I think it's great. Yeah, he just kind of fades into the background. So, uh. Only reason why I'm not into Zemo hype yet is because they uh they, they keep doing this hype up thing where you already mm-hmm. but you already showed me the stuff, and I'm like, yeah. well, what's going on here? So you are like, hey, look at this Zemo poster. Hey, look at this Zemo merch. Hey, he has the purple mask. Hey, Comic Con stage, <laughs> and then he's like, the last line, we gotta find Zemo. And yeah. I'm like, okay. That was <laughs> one of so. my criticisms of this week's episode is. Uh, they should have introduced Zemo this episode. Uh, we don't have nine episodes to, you know, be with the series. We are halfway through the series next week, and we still haven't gotten our main villain from what we've been told. I had some people yell at me in the comics on um, on YouTube being like, Zemo's not the villain. And I'm like, well, they told us he was the villain. <laughs> Sorry. You know, you, know what my, you know what, like, one of my main gripes with this show is? Is what I what I think that they should have borrowed from the marketing for Wandavision. I don't think they should have showed all of that. Honestly, I think it would have been really cool if they didn't. Um, they I, didn't exactly. show Zemo I, and if or Captain America surprised. or the new Cap. I don't think they should have showed anything. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they they did so great with that Endgame marketing. Mm-hmm. Great stuff, you know. At this point with the MCU. It's not like DCU where you're like, if you take a risk, it's going to cost you because you don't know who's going to see it and stuff. People aren't really invested with this universe. I mean, you're the MCU. People are going to watch. I mean, quite frank, they're going to watch. And I think UK, you keep Sharon Carter, you keep Captain America, the new Captain America, and you keep Zemo as locked, locked in secured kind of secrets. And I think that would be something that would have kept, kept the conversation going Every day, could you imagine if none of this was was shown as far oh, as Zemo? Yeah, can and you the imagine, end of the episode, like, they're like, "Come on, like we got to get Zemo back," and they're like, "Oh fuck, Zemo's <laughs> coming back! That's awesome!" Um, but you showed him. Yeah, the uh, fake <sighs> Captain America showing up at the end of the yes. first episode, like it created a good amount of chatter online, right? But can you imagine if it was like a surprise? It would have been like insane. Can you like imagine the only thing they showed for WandaVision was the sitcoms? That's it. They showed you the sitcom stuff. They showed you that. I mean, that's it. That's all they showed. They showed the other stuff, like maybe like the last trailer, but they kept that clothes nipped. You got to keep it guessing. You got to keep coming back to watch and that. And I think people confuse that. Well, like, oh, well, I was more invested because, you know, you have all the theories. And I could, I said, yeah, because they didn't show you anything. Now, could you imagine if WandaVision's coming out and they already showed you Agatha at the end with the fucking witchcraft shit, you would have been like, oh, well, she's the fucking witch. She's fucking with Wanda this entire time. You wouldn't yeah. have been surprised. This show, they're like, hey, marketing Captain America, new one. Hey, Zemo. Hey, Sharon Carter. And hey, Flag Smasher geeks and blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If all that was if all that was closed and like and like not revealed, I think the show would have had way more buzz as far as online chatter. And there you go. That's my issue. That being said, <laughs> let's go on a break. First break of the show. We'll come back, answer a few more questions, and that'll be it. Thank you guys for joining us. Talk to you guys soon. Stand by.
shining on me. Now I can't leave. And now I'm acting hella illy. Never want the niggas that's in my league. I wanna fuck the ones I envy. I envy. Cocaine and drink it with your friends. You live in the dark, boy. I cannot pretend. I'm not faced. Only you to sin. If you've been in your garden, you know that you can. Call me when you want. Call me when you need. Call me in the morning. I'll be on the way. Back on the show here, to me live. My name is Dwayne once again, joined by my co-host Hannah Ringsbald. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into some Bye. other stuff we can talk about. Daisy Ridley was talking about how she'd be interested in uh, starring as Spider Woman for Olivia Wilde's film. Make it happen. Why not? I think she's great. Sure. Uh. We also have the official cast announcement for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then we have this latest story of Pixar employees who are who felt re- reportedly demoralized by Soul and Luca moving to Disney Plus. Uh, can you yeah. blame them? <laughs> I, I I don't blame them at all. That's it's trash. So let me try to find. I'm trying to find. Oh, this is six days ago. What's going on? Okay, uh, so it's from Matthew Baloney on Twitter. He says, "Just just talk to a Pixar friend who says Luca and Soul moves to Disney Plus have been demoralizing for employees." And here's a quote: "Forget theaters. We're not even good enough for for an upcharge." Damn. I mean, Quite frank, I mean, yeah. Uh, period. Because. I, I like we were talking about this. I why, why do they? I mean, how do they pick and I don't. How, yeah, what's how going how on? do they come like, to the conclusion what and what isn't worth thirty dollars? On it's Disney almost Plus. like maybe and it's, they, a, it's so yeah. weird. And it, it and if you're just gonna give it away for free on Disney Plus, why not put it in theaters? Give it a little theater run. I don't understand the hurt in putting it in theaters. It's not like Disney is like know. hurting for money or anything. You know, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Everyone's already subscribed to your to your app. Uh, I mean, in Soul is like, a big you one. You could even for... do it. You can even do what they did with Onward. Onward was in theaters for a short amount of time, right? Because it was during like the outbreak mm-hmm. of the pandemic, and then they put it on Disney Plus like a month later. What's the issue in that? Do that. Yeah, uh, I agree. Just do that, and uh, and these are both really big titles. It's not like it's Tom and Jerry. Yeah. It's like. Soul is big to a black audience. The first Pixar film for black audiences. Uh, and then Luca is the first, like, Pixar film for, like, Italian culture. I mean, Luca Guadagnini. Like, what? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I really don't. I don't know. But I, I think mean, I think Disney should honestly make a statement at this point. Yeah, to explain. something. Yeah. Yeah. 
if if we have to get if we have to get on uh because we kind of excused the soul thing because it was a holiday release and we figured that they'd want to have it on disney plus for families um but with the luca thing it's like what it's two movies in a row so what's the what's Mm -hmm. the thought process okay so this next kind of breaking news we have some a little bit of uh information on uh zack snyder's justice league's numbers oh and as we expected it did all right (laughs) (laughs) it did all right what's the numbers all right this is from forbes.com uh uh, Scott Mendelson, who's great as far as analytics and box office and stuff like that. So he says, uh, we have word from Samba TV that the film nabbed around 2.2 million viewers in the first full week, which at $9.37 uh, a pop would be around twenty po- around a, a $20.7 million opening weekend. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 earned around 3 million viewers and around $28.1 million in theaters in its first week back in December. Uh, now it says that Samba TV only measures smart TV viewership with specific opted and automatic content recognition. Still, we're not talking tens of millions and hundreds of millions of viewers. Again, uh, for all the talk about streaming being the future, we're often dealing with the viewership, especially outside of Netflix, that would be miserable for almost any other distribution method. Uh, then he goes on and on and on. And yeah, basically it did good. But not, it didn't break records. I don't. I mean, sorry. I just, just it. If it like I said last week, if it broke records, we would have heard about it. And just because your Twitter's blowing up, like I said for the umpteenth time, if your Twitter's blowing up, that means your algorithm is set for all you to see is just Zack Snyder's Justice League. For instance, my Twitter's blowing up, but also I know that my mom and my boss and my cousin and my this and that have no idea what the, what Zack Snyder's Justice League is. So yeah. I mean, a twenty million dollar opening. People thought people are calling this the biggest movie of the decade. Well, and y'all had the nerve to call Birds of Prey a flop. Hold on, let's talk. Y'all had the nerve to call Birds of Prey a flop, right? If Zack Snyder's Justice League was in theaters, right, it would have and it would have done these numbers. Y'all would have been so quiet. Y'all would have shut up so million. quick. So quick, y'all would have had to shut up. Yeah, twenty million dollars in the theaters. Because uh, at the end of the day. It does not matter how much you champion things, how much I champion things, how much Hannah champions things. At the end of the day, the casual audience have to know about it and they have to come out. Because at the end of the day, movie buffs and nerds is not what makes box office. Sorry, that is the truth. It, I mean, that's why certain studios have done so well. That is why certain movies have not done so well. That is why, I mean, that's just, that's what it is. So, sorry. But, anyway. Yeah. Let's get back into into some questions. We have more about um, Falcon and Winter Soldier and other things. So, let's go. I think you had a question, too, from... Um... I did, yeah. Okay, you want to do that one? Yeah, from my friend Hay on Twitter. Uh, let me go into this. 
Sorry, guys. I have to get to my tweet. All right. Um... Jesus, clip this British accent. You, 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 you Amber Heard or something? <laughs> Shut up. All right. Uh, do y'all feel like the rise in popularity of many series are making movie trilogies less common for studios to choose for their projects? For instance, the Kenobi t- series could have been a trilogy instead of a series, as both would have been about the same runtime. I don't get the question. That's not the question. I, I, I understand it. I understand it. Um, so okay, the Kenobi series, right? It would initially been like a movie, but instead they've decided to make it a series. So he's asking, do you think like the rise in miniseries being so popular are making like, you know, movies or movie trilogies less popular? I don't think so. I think there's a happy balance. Um, also, and I think we, we, we if you want to go back to our conversations about WandaVision, when it came out, I think certain characters are much fit, are much better fit for a series than like a movie trilogy or something. Uh, I I don't need of I mean I know we're getting a third one. I don't need a a, a trilogy for Ant Man. I'm sorry, we're past it. I think Ant Man could have been a solid Disney Plus show, solid Disney Plus show. <laughs> Um, I don't think he needed three movies, especially for other characters like a uh, Black Widow and whoever, quite frank. Um, I think someone like Black Widow should have had, even though, you know, I know there was like some issues with like a head of studios or whatnot. I think she should have had a trilogy, of course. But I think certain characters, you don't need a full movie. It's like when people are like, oh, Death, Death, uh, Deathstroke movie. I'm like, why? I mean, <laughs> no. Throw, throw, him on, throw, throw him on streaming with, with a series, and that's fine. You, why, why, does, why does Deathstroke need a, ser- need a movie? So I just think it just comes down with how you balance it out. And I think <laughs> having different characters, like, a, like a, I think Daredevil works both ways. Obviously, we've seen it work. Um, I think if it does, if that if they did do a movie for Daredevil, I think it would be fine depending on who you got and whatnot. And I still want to see a movie, another movie for Daredevil, uh, rightfully so. And then like a Hulk, the Hulk character, quite frank, I don't think Hulk needs his own movie either. I think Hulk is great for a series, hence hence why we're getting She Hulk. So I just think I just think it depends. And I think if audiences are invested enough, they'll do they'll go to both. You know, I so. I, I do think that probably the like Disney Plus stuff and um and hbo max you know being having these kind of mediums are probably making you know movies or you know movie trilogies probably less common because i would assume that you know if we didn't have the disney plus thing i would assume that scarlet witch would have had her own movie right they would have had to (laughs) to kind of cram all this story um into the mcu for other like to put her in a doctor strange you know you can't do that kind of like character development as like a side character in a movie so i think Mm -hmm. without like the mediums of it i think that we would for sure have more trilogies for superheroes um but with the mediums of an hbo max and a um, disney plus like even like peacemaker you know um yeah i i i can see um you know disney plus and stuff like that streaming services making kind of trilogies not happen uh like they would have if we didn't have these mediums yeah and i think if we i I, that's why sometimes sometimes i wish we had a disney plus when i kind of wish we had a disney plus when this when the mcu started uh quite frank i I think a lot of characters would have done really well unless you you know then sometimes you have like hit characters who get introduced in movies that are done super well too. But then some people, I guess it can feel kind of crammed in and, and stuffed. Uh, like I think for two, inst- two instances in Civil War, uh, I think Black Panther's intro is great. 
as far as like how he's brought in and how he's brought into the fight, it makes a hundred percent. It makes so much sense. But I feel like Spider Man. Um, I would have loved that to see. I would have loved that to been kind of kind of worked in a little bit more but i think you know when you go back to that time everyone you know i as someone like me is like super blinded at all of that and they're just like oh my god i get spider-man in the mcu and it's he's peter parker uh and stuff like that because it just it just, it just it, if, if you look back at it now you need help against your buddies so i'm gonna go call this 16 year old that i have no idea who it is <laughs> and stuff you know what i mean it doesn't make sense but then earlier today i'm like oh well Dwayne, this you can't draw the line at this but you know some characters like a uh, so in character introductions like that I feel like would have been much better like same thing with Falcon I I do think he's kind of just he's he's here in uh in um the Winter Soldier I would have loved him to have like a little series to start him off and then he kind of gets introduced to then then kind of when it opens up you kind of know who this guy is when he's like running you know and Cap is like on your left you're like oh this is the guy who's just watching on Disney Plus he's now in the movie now great you know mm. so it just depends I guess so. All right, let's get into. What's the question? It was. Agreed. Let's get into this other question. I believe this is. I think this is Marquise. I think. Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> Who is more adorable, King Shark or Groot? King Shark or Groot? <laughs> don't be bi- Don't uh, don't be recency biased, Hannah. Uh, don't do it. I don't know. I. That's actually hard for me. Um, Groot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, if I, I think you gotta what? Which Groot? Because it's like three versions. If it was, okay, if it was Baby Groot, I'd for sure say Baby Groot is cuter. But if it's between Adult Groot and King Shark, I'd say King Shark. Yeah, you see, I would agree, hundred percent. If it's Baby Groot <laughs> or Teen or Teen Groot, I'm like, okay, of course it's Groot. I mean, especially in that moment when, uh, when he kind of starts to get dusted, Teen Groot, and then yeah, he's like sad looking at his papa, who's the raccoon and stuff. Yeah, if it was Teen Groot or Baby Groot, I'd go with them. But if it's Adult Groot that we're talking about, then King Shark. Yeah, I was never a fan. Quite frank, uh, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I, I was never a fan of like adult Groot, especially really? with Vin Diesel. Just Vin Diesel. I don't think it's Groot's fault. I think it's just I know Vin Diesel's behind that booth. And he's like, nah, and he's earning a check. And I'm annoyed because well, you, you could have got anyone. He baby Groot, too. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you could have got anyone. <laughs> you just you just brought in... I mean, in, they kind of did the same thing with King Shark. They, ha- they hired Sylvester Stallone to go, hand. <laughs> yeah, and I think, uh, I think Bradley Cooper is a different story because, you know, yeah, he's actually he doing like some... He's doing some legit voice acting here. Vin Diesel is getting a... Di- Hello? Vin Diesel is getting a Disney check by just saying a line. That could have went to any geek... In the entire galaxy, me, you. Have you yeah. have you seen have you seen like Vin Diesel doing the kind of stuff that like Bradley Cooper does like be- behind the scenes? No, no, you haven't. Yeah, Bradley That's Cooper like gets like in character, like he's like holding like a gun, like looking at the screen, like yeah, yelling. and he's so and he's so great. And then Vin Diesel, I, I think that's why I just I hate adult Ge- uh, Diesel so much. Uh, Diesel, Jesus Christ, that's why I hate adult Groot so much. I'm like, bro, you're such a geek. It's Vin Ge- Vin Diesel just yelling into the mic, and I I'm annoyed. I couldn't hate adult Groot only because I think that's like some of the best jokes in the MCU. Is like especially like when they introduce uh, Groot and Rocket. Uh, that whole sequence of them just outside and they're all trying to get, um, I think it's Quill. Mm-hmm. 
it's bounty for quilt yeah that whole thing like every joke there lands it's so funny um and then also <laughs> when they're like on the ship and uh Groot just keeps saying i'm Groot and quill's like do you say anything other than that and then uh rocket's like his vocabulary entirely exists of i and am and Groot. like <laughs> those are some of my favorite lines in the mcu well, it's great just so, saying, I just, I think, and, uh, and like he's the heart of the movie too. The no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. I'm saying, yeah. I just, I just know what's who's behind it, and I'm just like, <laughs> no, I'm just like, no, I can't do it. And then of course, if you distort his voice a little bit because he's a baby, I'm like, ah, ah, like, ah. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then it's like when he's older, I'm like, ah, oh, it's Vin Diesel earning a check for just being <laughs> a geek and stuff. Listen, I want them to do I I want them to do King Groot. King Groot is like the, is like basically like old man Groot. Oh, that's like I a real thing. Yeah, yeah, if you look at yeah, it's like he has like he's like bigger and he has like more oh. trunks and stuff like that. He looks like old and grizzled. I want that one. His name is King Groot. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Bring him in. Bring him in and let let him uh let him let him, you know, be in one of these films. I think because what are you going to do next? Are you going to do middle-aged Groot? Like 25-year-old Groot or something? Where he's like he's he's on TikTok or he's something, on TikTok. <laughs> and he's on Snapchat and oh, whatnot. Funny. Yeah, I want King. <laughs> I want King Groot, baby. Bring that big baddie. Ah. Let's <laughs> get some last question before we get off the air. This person here says, "Here's a fun suggestion. You guys should do like in director's table episode, picking the best movie from director's filmography that you've seen." That'd be fun. That'd be fun, I think. That'd be fun. I'd like that. Yeah, I, I, I like. I get excited like thinking about like stuff like that to do, and we never really do it, but I really want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like just stuff, different kind of shows. Yeah. Kind of switch it up a little bit. I just sure. like discussing like um like favorite movies or favorite directors and like kind of like discussing. Ah, no, listen, like discussing in like length of like good directors like filmography and stuff like that. I think that's fun. So. I agree. I just I know what I'm going to get. Oh my god, it'd be so, how, how fun of, would it be if me and Dwayne, we got to pick a movie that, like, okay, so Dwayne picks a movie that I've never seen before and I have to watch it, and then I get to pick a movie that he's never seen before and he needs to watch it, and we get on and we discuss it. It'd be so fun. I know where you're going with this, and it's not happening. Uh, I okay? don't think I would, listen, I don't think I'd pick that movie, honestly. You'll pick something that I'm like, oh, Hannah, <laughs> I don't want to. We'll I like, think that'd I don't be fun. Know. I think it'd be. So I agree. Fun. I'll just I'll let me do it with like someone else on the team. I'm Shut up. <laughs> do you know how mad I'd be if you discuss? <laughs> if like you got on Twitter and like announced that you're doing that with someone else, I'd be so mad. Why though? You'd be all right. I I would not be all right. I'd definitely like call you angry. <laughs> you call me angry? Yes. Is that where we are in our relationship? You just yes. call me angry? Yeah. What? That's By the exactly way, something happened today. It was like the funniest thing, right? I was walking to the barbershop, and then my phone starts <laughs> ringing. I'm like, what's going There's on There's no here? way it started ringing because you called me. <laughs> no, it, I swear to God. I, it was just ringing in the back. It was just ringing in my pocket. And then I hear Hannah. I'm like, God, how did <laughs> Hannah make it into my headphones? What? And then I'm like, Hannah, what do you want? And she's like, you called me. And I'm like, oh. It's like... Well, Nine o'clock in the morning, too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Hannah, what? And you're like, you called me. And I'm like, oh, well, all right. well, what can I help you with? And so, I was so confused. I was like, it's 9 a.m. <laughs> Listen, it was by accident. I was, trying to, I was trying to get this haircut. 
God damn. <laughs> All right, last question from Zach Pope, my man. He says, questions for the amazing podcast. Keep up the great work, guys. Thanks, Zach. Thank you. And happy belated birthday. I think it was like a few days ago. Yes. Um, what DC property are you wanting DC to tackle next they haven't yet? DC property. There's an abundance because these fuckers just don't know what's going on. <laughs> so if I had to guess a character... I think it's time to bring in Poison Ivy. I don't know what's taking so long. We just need uh, a Gotham I, City Sirens movie. We really especially do. with Margot. Uh, I think oh it's time. Listen, here's my thing. I don't. I don't want people to get like angry. Be like, "Well, Dwayne, how come Margot can I?" I think Gotham City Sirens would be like a great series. Me too. I I think uh, I think my yeah. I think Gotham City Sirens. And although I love Birds of Prey. I'm just like that's what I mean when I'm like it's like some some things don't need a, a full fleshed movie because mm-hmm. I would have liked Birds of Prey, Kathy Ann series, and you're building and building and building, and then they become the Birds of Prey. Maybe in second season you introduce Batgirl, and she, that's how you know that's what happens in the comics. She joins the Birds of Prey and stuff like that. Um, and now it's like the sh- the movie came out. We don't know if we're getting a sequel. That's it. You know, yeah. so yeah, it kind of sucks. Uh, so yeah, so I, I, I just think, uh, I just think, um, yeah, it depends. I would love to see, to see like a poison. Ivy something to do at least introduce her in something but then something like Matt Reeves is the Batman doesn't call for a Poison Ivy character to just pop up uh it's like when I was talking about Mr. Freeze you know <laughs> Poison Ivy his plants just pops up out of nowhere and like Matt Reeves is Batman would just would just be outlandish <laughs> I just really want them to explore Harley's sex- uh, bisexuality, honestly, because they confirmed it in Birds. I don't think Prey. if any studio, I think if any studio would, it's them. And yeah. uh, quite frank, th- when I listen, I, uh, I I don't have a bias towards anyone. I mean, you see me tank on Falcon and Winter Soldier, tank on other MCU stuff, and I just said I just said Ant Man is a geek on here and stuff. But when it comes <laughs> to Warner Bros, they handle representation so much better mm-hmm. than like a Marvel, Mar- they, the MCU, and just Disney. It just feels they just seem so afraid to. Mm-hmm. And no, between uh, what's his face, the Russo brother, he he had a lot. Ah, screw all. I know that's that's that's. That's bullshit uh, representation because that's just them. Like, all right, fine. You want something? Here you go. You know, that's why I'm trying my best to make Hannah's tempt to make Hannah's assumptions of this Eternals. You know, I don't I'm, think they're I'm not saying for sure. I'm just saying <laughs> I, my hopes are that they don't like sideline. Man, when I saw that, when I saw that rise of Skywalker, and they, they kept talking about you're gonna see your first uh, LGBT, and I said okay, and it was like <laughs> a they were like in the way in the background, you could barely see him kiss. Here you go, and then you have stories. Oh, okay, uh, um, I love love Victor going to Hulu, and it's just yeah. it seems very suspect with how they handle the LGBT community. So no, some throwaway character in uh Endgame is not gonna be like, oh yeah, well that that uh that MCU, they're pretty good at that. No, they're they're terrible as far as stuff like that. Warner Brothers, even if it's only TV as of right now, they go all in with that stuff. 
they have a transgender superhero on the CW, and she's great. You know what I mean? And they don't they don't bat an eye. Uh, Supergirl's sister is uh is um is is lesbian and stuff like that, and they don't even Batwoman all that stuff. They've done it. The only one that hasn't done it is MCU, and they just stay so. I think if you get the right director, Kathy Ann, great. Then you tell her, hey, we want you to do a. They won't because forever, whatever reason. But if you tell her we want you to do Gotham City Sirens, and she really dives in into Poison Ivy and uh, and Margot and like you know Harley Quinn. I think they would. I mean, you'll have the dude bros here again, but I think they would and stuff. <laughs> no, so. I'd be okay with them because it's two women. That's true. That's true. Yeah, true. So uh, I think, yeah, I think Warner Bros and just DC in general do great when it comes to representation on screen, even with uh, with, with race, race bending a lot of their characters without any kind of thought. It's not announced. Hey, you're going to have a, your first LGBT character in whatever movie. It's just that it just happens. You yeah. know, and when it comes to Warner Bros. So the the that's always something that I've said Marvel has to work on. Okay, you race bended like Valkyrie and Nick Fury, but I mean I need you to do a little better. So mm-hmm. um If they yeah. do Eternals like it's been promised, I think Eternals is definitely a step in the right direction. Agreed. Agreed. Then you turn around and then like uh yeah, everyone is kind of champion uh championing for for uh for Captain Marvel. To be to to be in the LGBT community as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she turns around and the next movie has a boyfriend. I'd be like, oh, I'm bored. That'd be so weird. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, I'm bored. Feels so weird. <laughs> I just, no, I I I I because now it's clouded in my head. Like I I yeah, Valkyrie in in, in Captain Marvel, sure. They and like gonna, it like feels it. like it's already canon. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> like, not gonna do the it. Amount of like online, uh, kind of like head canoning people have done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh also as far as characters go, um Supergirl is something that someone something that I've wanted, but they just cast uh cast Supergirl. Again, another race bent character for uh uh Andy Muschietti's uh The Flash and stuff. So yeah, Can I we think we talk I about think... the Flash for a second. Uh, do we have to? With these like influencer castings. Influencer castings. Yeah, what? they cast like TikTokers in the movie, and it's being speculated that one of them is Reverse Flash because he posted a picture with Andy Muschietti, and he was wearing like uh, Annie was wearing like regular socks, and then the guy was wearing Reverse Flash socks. I'm like, so you cast a TikToker as Reverse Flash? If they did, I'd be like, see, I just championed. I'm like, Andy, Andy, I love you, but I'm not <laughs> watching this movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, just champ- I just championed your casting and you're gonna cast a TikToker. And now and now Michael Keaton might not even be in it because of COVID. He doesn't want to travel. So I'm like You're you have this movie. You, I, this I don't think movie. I'm this movie's a disaster as far and as listen, the technical I am side. like the biggest Annie Muschietti fan. I promise you I am the biggest Annie Muschietti fan. And somehow I am just not interested in this movie at all. Oh really? Oh, you're in that camp. Like you're not just at all. Like, yeah, just... it's just like the movie's been like, <laughs> how many times have we said that this movie's gonna start production and it hasn't? How many directors Aww. have we been? How? Listen, no, 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 no. It's it's different than a it's different than a release date, right? It's different than a release date because it's already filmed and ready to go, but it's release date changing. Fair, fair, this fair. is production <laughs> being like, hey, well, we're gonna listen, start production next month. Doesn't happen because we changed directors. I'll do you one better. <laughs> 
Black Adam has been in production since 2007. <laughs> what? <laughs> look, I'll do you Black, one better. Black Adam at least has a good cast. <laughs> <laughs> what? Black Adam has that going for it. They just cast per- Pierce Bronson in. Uh, Listen. So- Black you want to be tired of something. I, you want to be tired of something. Boy, I got the movie for you. Eldest Hodge. No, no, no. They have Eldest Hodge in it. It gets a No, pass. you saw that photo today. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. First of all, that's just not fair to the black community, Aldis. Okay? It's not. We're not all looking like this. It's just not fair. Quite frank. Oh, man. I Listen, ever since Invisible Man, I have been on the Eldest Hodge train. Listen, oh, I man. do think Black Adam. I do think Black Adam's gonna be great, even though it's yeah. been in like you know they don't know what's going on. Been two thousand. Do you know how old I was in two thousand and seven? I think Hannah was a baby was six. or I was something. Six years old. Jesus, two thousand seven. How fucking old was I? Like eleven, <laughs> twelve. At least you're in the Fuck. double digits. <laughs> yes, Jesus. All right. Last part of this question from good man Zach Pope. He says. I, I didn't get to say mine. I didn't get to say oh, mine. Go ahead. Golly. I said it on um, Zach and Ren's podcast, actually. We got to talk a little about like our dream DC project. I said Nightwing. I want Bill Hader uh, to direct it, and I want Dylan O'Brien to star in it. That would be like my dream. DC Park. Yeah, Nightwing. I just think you got to introduce. Oh, I would love that... for it to be like a like Elseworlds kind of thing. I don't think you necessarily like a Nightwing project. Like it would be like disconnected from the DCU, like a Batman, um, like a the Batman. I mean, so it just had that doesn't have Batman involved in it at all. No, I think I think Titans. You know, we we talk we can talk about Titans, Titans. all day and how like how it's Horror. bad. I know we can talk about how it's bad, but I do think <laughs> I do think Titans at least handled it, handled uh, Batman not being in the show well enough to the point where it's like it gets you like slightly invested. And um and his character without Batman being there, so here's why here's I why I possible. would want I I agree here's where I would want a Nightwing if you establish that this is Ben Affleck's Nightwing if you just if you just start a movie and he's Nightwing and Batman is like no character that, yeah. at all or just like no kind of I would love he's that, na- yeah. You know what I mean? Like if Batman is just like no kind of entity, like no one knows who's playing him or how he looks. I think that's where you lose me because CW does it all the time with their that's like Titans heroes, did. right? Titans did for the yeah, first Titans, season. You so, you're not gonna make me. Season, you're, like, they did have a Batman, so. right? You're not gonna make me care when Batman's a silhouette and he's just fighting. That's just, no, that's dumb to me. It's the same thing in Batwoman. And they're like, "Well, Batman saved us from a cliff," and Batman is like some figure. Some, like, no, okay. guy. yeah, some faceless joke. And Supergirl did the same thing before they cast um <laughs> before they cast uh what's his face as Superman is once again is some faceless joke who was just like flying. I'm like, no, I hate that so much. I think yeah. if you establish that he's Ben Affleck's or even Robert Pattinson's uh Robin, Robert Pattinson be like kind of young though to have like a Robin or a Nightwing. How old is Robert Pattinson? Like thirty something, thirty three, thirty. I think he just turned thirty. Did he really? God, he's still so. young, he's huh? Pretty young, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So maybe, 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 maybe don't interest because he's still, yeah. That, that is his Batman is like when he starts off, I yeah. guess. Or if you go in the third movie and he's a little bit older, then you introduce Nightwing there. Then Nightwing gets his own series. Fine. Yeah, or, uh, he's thirty four. He's thirty four. Okay, right. So maybe by the, let's say the third movie, he's 
38 to 39 you know what i mean then you introduce like a night wing he's in his 20s he's robbed in and kind of for matt reeves to be able to like create his own like side universe well i think i think he's gonna by you don't just randomly announce you don't just randomly announce a a c uh you know hbo max cop Mm -hmm. show you know what i mean i think he's gonna so we'll see i would love that Um, but what do you think um if Dylan O'Brien was cast as Nightwing, I would absolutely like lose my mind. I think he'd be like the most perfect choice. Um, and like Robert Pattinson and Dylan O'Brien on screen together, I just mm, it just it gives me it gives me everything I need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And then you have to explain. I just you think I gotta explain. Yeah, if they do that and then they explain where Robin's been and stuff, because. That's, he doesn't just okay. Rob, the Robin character, the 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 person Robin, like the sidekick guy. He goes through yeah. so many iterations. He he becomes he's Robin, then he goes into like Red Hood with Jason Todd. He's Robin, then he goes into like Nightwing. Then you have another Robin and stuff out, you know, in between all of that. So Wait, if they so did Robin and Jason Todd are the same character. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's multiple Robins, you know. There's Jason Todd, Night with there's Nightwing's name. That's why I'm like you I don't think it makes sense to just introduce Yeah, that's why I did not see. pay attention to Titans as much as I should. I know that there is a Jason Todd in Titans, but I guess it is completely fucking Yeah, that's it. Red Hood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dick Grayson is Nightwing and he's in the beginning Dick Grayson is Robin, you know, he's Robin and then he's like, you know, I still want to help you Bruce, but I kind of I kind of want to, um, you know, I kind of want to oh, do my own yeah, thing and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then he go, and then he goes, now. he goes to some city, and then he becomes like Nightwing of that city. I think it's called Blood Something. Ah, beats me. Uh, Ask Ren, he'll know. But uh, yeah, he goes to some city, and he's Nightwing. Great. It's called Jason back to Todd. Now. I but think I think Jason Todd will because there's like a hole. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. When they were when they came out of nowhere and was like, "Hey, we want to do Batgirl." I'm said, "Bro, you got to introduce the entire Bat family if you're trying. Mm-hmm. It's a big family. It's not. That's why I think it doesn't make any sense. At least, as, at least to me, like you just have Batman out of nowhere, Batgirl's around the corner, and Nightwing. I just think you got to introduce all of them so people can care. And uh, Jason Todd, I think he was the first. I could be wrong because I'm not. Um, the the bat the the comics that I read the most my entire life has been Batman comics, so I'm much more entwined with his world and stuff. And yeah, I think the first Robin is Jason Todd, and then Joker quote unquote kills him, and uh, he becomes uh, Red Red Hood, which I think would be fantastic to do in one of these. Something I don't understand why we haven't gotten a live action Red Hood. I ain't counting Titans; that don't count. But live action, live action Red Hood is like, I don't know why we haven't gotten it. Uh, and then after that, it's Dick Grayson's Robin. And then he's like, ah, I want to do my own thing. And then um, <laughs> Batman's like, okay. And then he becomes Nightwing. So I think if you just if you just randomly just brought him up out of nowhere, I'd be like, what is going on? So, yeah, that's my that's what I think. I think you, you should introduce. But they, this Snyder thing, he kind of killed off Robin. I don't I don't know if he was planning on the Robin that he killed in BVS to be Red Hood or something like Jason Todd, or I don't remember if they, they name dropped Robin as far as which Robin it was beats me. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Do you have like someone um, who you would fan cast as like Nightwing or Robin or whatever? Uh, Quite frank. Not really. Mm. Robin, Robin is, I want Robin to be young and then I want him to get older in the role. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like a Young Avengers thing that they're doing, all these young young folks and stuff like that. So if you just randomly cast a 35-year-old these Nightwing, I'd be like, oh boy. Uh, but I, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of would want a young fella to start as Robin and then turn it. That's why I'm so angry with this fucking universe because all this could have been done by now. <laughs> yes, it could have been done. And then it would have been, oh, I keep having to go back to comics to really get like a vibe of the Bat family and just universes and stuff. And they just don't have a grasp on what they want to do. And like, we're, we're bringing in Michael Keaton though. What? And then uh, Ben Affleck's unsure. And we also have another guy who's doing a completely different move. It's just, it's a, it's a mess. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. Cause I promise you, if I, if I start casting, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get even more annoyed that we haven't gotten it yet. I you just know? want Dylan O'Brien to be a superhero. <laughs> Listen, so do I. That's all. I don't know I really, who? Yeah. Honestly, this, at this point, I'm like anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I um, honestly, and also I kind of would love to see him be a villain. Um, and maybe like a one-off villain in like a Marvel movie or something like that. I'd love that. Him and Zac Efron are like two actors where I'm like, I would love to see them be like one-off villains in the MCU or even the DCU. Quite frank, I uh, I wanted the reason why I can't get on Dylan O'Brien yet is because I wanted him to be Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> they knew it, and I said, "Look at this face. It look at the glasses. It's like he it's already wears glasses. Yeah, it's insane to me that Dylan O'Brien is cast as Spider-Man." He that's was in the running. That's my that's that's my issue. It was him. It was the Asa other Butterfield. dude, Asa Butterfield, and then it was Tom. I love you, Tom. I love you to death. Quite frank, you embody Spider Man. Wasn't Logan but, Lerman? F- yeah, and I, fuck, yeah. fuck me. I wanted Dylan O'Brien. When I see Dylan O'Brien, that's insane. In Hold on, wait, wait. That's insane to me. Think about Asa Butterfield, Logan Lerman, and Dylan O'Brien. They obviously had a type that they wanted, and they have Tom Holland, the oddball, and they go with the oddball. They go with the oddball. It's fine, because <laughs> even Stan Lee, the creator, was, but he was like, I, uh, he's it's Tom Holland, and I get it. But when I was like, what was it, 2014 when they announced that they were recasting, I said, dude, Teen Wolf, just watch an episode. Yeah, that's literally Spider-Man. just watch a single episode. Just watching that. <laughs> yeah. That is Spider-Man. If you don't cast, I looked up his age. I did everything. I said, he, Spider-Man. And then I saw that he was on the short list. I said, oh my God, it's going to happen. <laughs> Dylan O'Brien's going to be Spider-Man. And then they go with the guy from the fucking C movie. I said, what? I was befuddled. <laughs> I mean, he's great. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But I was baffled. I said, oh, my God, you didn't go with... If they were, if they were told Aza Butterfield, I would have been like, oh, my God, what's Can going you, on? Can you, like, That's imagine, so... like, the emotional kind of, like, stuff we could have gotten with Dylan O'Brien? He's just... <sighs> Dylan O'Brien is, like, I think he really is going to be one of those actors that never, like, gets his chance. Um, and, you, you know, years it. and years and years from now, everyone's going to look at it and be like, wow, he was just... He was one of our best, and he never fix took it. off. You yeah. can fix it, though. Listen, yeah. Batman 3 is going multiverse. <laughs> This is my movie. I'm gonna be like, hey, you know that casting that you guys botched? Let's get this guy as Spider Man, and he's Spider Man of Earth, whatever. Fuck. All right, great. Put him and in he's like swinging. A, yeah, put him in like a Jake Johnson kind of role in Spider Verse. I think he'd kill it. Oh, oh my god, that'd be great. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> he's a How old is Dylan now. O'Brien? He's in like 29 or something. Yeah, he's about to be 30. Yeah. That'd be great if he just shows up and he's like, 
He's like, uh, I'm Spider-Man. And Tom is like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm Spider-Man, you geek. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. and Tom is like a nerd. I need help. And then he's like, I can help you. I'm, I'm experienced. And, and Dylan is flinging all over the place and doing his quipping and stuff and helping out. Fuck you know, me. E- even if we never got to see him in like live action, I would love to see Dylan O'Brien like, voice Spider-Man at some point, too. Something? Yeah. He, That's why I just, every time. When you think of Spider-Man, like, even, like, someone who hasn't, like, read the comics and is just now, like, playing the game, and I know people say, like, that's, like, very, like, um, faithful to, like, the comics and stuff like that. It's, like, I, there, you can't, like, deny that Dylan O'Brien would be, like, just the embodiment of, like, Spider-Man or, like, Peter Parker, you know? Just go look at him with some glasses. That's all you gotta yeah. do. That's <laughs> all you gotta do. I'm not joking. Like, when I saw him in glasses, I said, that is Peter Parker. Hello, and he has the comedic timing. He has oh the acting God. chops. Dylan O'Brien's yeah, so I s- funny. I send you this fucking picture of <laughs> no, literally. This is what I kept looking at. I I looked at this picture for like when Tom Holland was cast. I think I looked at this picture for like thirty days, and I was just <laughs> befuddled. What could have been? <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was just. I was shocked. I said, that is not Spider-Man. You could, you, listen, everyone, I know this is not, I know you're going to listen to this, you're going to be like, Dwayne, I can't see these photos, what are you talking about? But listen, Hannah, this is happening here. Listen. Okay. <laughs> I'm you guys. You can't tell second. me this is this is not from, a, from an undisclosed Spider-Man set. That's on set. Yeah, this is from Look! the, this is from the internship, by the way. Screw that movie. That's a Spider-Man set. <laughs> yeah. That's on set. That is very Peter Parker. That's Peter Parker. And then they just yeah. they just said, No, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Tom Holland. And you and... know, I, I feel like the problem with like Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker is that he was just like kinda like too cool and too good looking. I feel like Dylan O'Brien is just that perfect balance of like he can pull off nerdy and he doesn't come off like too kind of like cool or just too I like agree. macho or like a No, yeah, handsome. he doesn't. You know, you bulk up even bulk even though Dylan O'Brien and... is like a very attractive person, <laughs> but yeah. I feel like he definitely rides that that line very well. He can bulk up and stuff, and he can be Spider Man. We've seen him. Just We've seen him bulk just, up. Just didn't. <laughs> he do can it. do it. He <laughs> just didn't do it. May- that's why I feel like maybe he just doesn't want to be in a superhero movie. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah, maybe they asked. It's insane to me to like think that nobody has asked him. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they did ask yeah. at least some point. And they said, hey, Dylan, I want you to be someone. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, maybe that's it. <laughs> no, that's that's all I can. That's all I if that's all I I mean. But if they haven't asked him when I saw him on the show, I was so mad. I was like, damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Because the moment I, I'm not kidding. The moment when Andrew Garfield was out, I said, oh, my God, Dylan O'Brien, it's your time. It's your time, yeah. King. MC Dylan O'Brien. It's your time, King. But the only reason why that also makes me wonder, um, like, kind of like say, mm, uh, to maybe they have asked him is because he's not he's never been afraid to be in like a big franchise. Like yeah, Maze Runner. Maybe. Yeah. So that's why it kind of also confuses me. But also maybe Maze Runner could have been conflicting around that time. Cause Maze Runner was still ah, screw it. Yeah. Make it work. You're Marvel, you're Disney, you can make it work. <laughs> Uh, um, just give give Dylan O'Brien a leading role, please, like a good one. He's listen, too good. And uh, listen, the Spider-Man family is massive too, so you could 
make him one of the other Earths, like you know, like Ben Riley or something, mm-hmm. Spider Man. Uh, he has like a hood kind of suit, and it's still cool. And so maybe he can do that. But uh, yeah, I really wanted him as Peter Parker, Peter Parker, like the guy, so bad. I don't know. Ain't happening. So <laughs> sorry. Sad. All right, everyone. <laughs> that being said, Wait, what was, that the is sec- our... was there a second part to the question? I think that was it. I think. Oh, okay. Let me, Let me see something. God. Sorry before I, before I interrupted you about my Nightwing thing, and we went on a Nightwing spiel. You said there's a second part to the question. Jeez, I just deleted it all. I didn't delete it. Um, okay, he said, he added as well, do you think any other major DC characters could show up in Suicide Squad? Nope. No. You know why? Because so. I'm not doing any of this stuff after one division. Dwayne has called it quit. <laughs> nope, I don't think anything. If, you, if, if someone does, great. If someone doesn't, great. You know I'm saying? I'm trying to think of who even would. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Mm. Will Smith. Uh, that'd be pretty cool if they could hide Will Smith from us. <laughs> could. Would have been awesome. I don't know. That would, you know, would kind of make sense. More sense to um, Idris Elba being a different character instead of Deadshot. Maybe mm-hmm. having a Will Smith pop up just to say like a few lines and then leave. I don't know. Oh, so it really aren't some Suicide Squad or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine if James Gunn somehow reworked that to be cool? He will. I feel like he's gonna do it. I feel like he would. I see David Ayer like championing, like, "Oh yeah, good job, uh, uh, James." And I feel like, dude, I feel like James is just gonna tarnish whatever the fuck you was doing and just kind of shit all oh, over he's it. Killing Cap- he- Captain Boomerang. He's like the only one that has bled over, other than Viola Davis and Harley. And he's definitely right. killing Captain Boomerang within the first, like, 15 minutes. And he changed Harley's tattoo. You yep. know, the one that said property of Jokers is property of no one. So, David, if you think that James is like, oh, yeah, this poor fella is David. You know, I feel like he's going to make so much jokes about that other movie. And I and I hope to God, if someone can come out and say a line about there's no dancing fucking uh, witches, I would howl. I'll howl. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does, quite oh, frankly, because that movie's an atrocity. I mean, they have uh, to address it in some way, because, you know, Rick Flagg was in a committed relationship with her. Even Rick Flagg. I am watching this trailer, and Rick Flagg is, like, cool. not a... He's, like, not a geek, and he's not, like, just the person to explain why everyone's... Hit. Oh, my God. Poor Joe Kinnaman. Kinnam- yeah. They gave him the worst lines. This guy can climb up any building. I said, what? this is katana (laughs) this is katana she has my back then she he has to he has to force this line of this guy is unlike anything you've ever seen he can he can get up any building or structure and i said what and then he dies five minutes later and then he dies i said was that a joke or was he supposed to be was he (laughs) spider-man I can't believe that was a power. I really cannot believe oh, that's that. So fucking funny. What's his name? Slipknot or slip, slip whatever? Not. Yeah, Slipknot. And his power was that he can climb anything. What? And then what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> listen, listen, Hannah, Hannah, listen. I know we're going long, and it's like outrageous. Listen, Hannah. What? L- l- okay. Listen. Okay. <laughs> Dark side is on the is on the roof. So hey, Slipknot, we need you to get up there. Hey, fuck. All right. And he climbs the roof. Then what do you do, Slipknot? <laughs> do you fight? <laughs> do you shoot well? I, I didn't think about it this far. 
what else can you do, Slipknot? Do you know how angry I would be if someone, if I'm in the Suicide Squad, and uh, this fucker just told me that the villains up high, <laughs> and we're like, hey, this... we got the perfect person for this. Let's go set if... him up there, and he gets if up there. And he's I'm... like, if... guys, I don't know what to do. Yeah, listen, <laughs> if I am Will Smith, oh, and God, Rick Flag so is like, Rick Flag is like, listen, this guy can climb up anything. You know, anything. I'm like, dude, put me back in prison. I This is the worst team. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? He can climb. Take okay, so what happens? Back. I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what happens when, when Enchantress is on the roof? Is he going to climb? And then what does he do? <laughs> I suppose you can ask the same question about Captain Boomerang, but they never really like gave him a reason to be there either. Okay, at least he has a weapon. Yeah, it's dumb, but he's throwing frisbees and shit. <laughs> what does Slipknot do besides climb? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, what so does he funny. do? That's so weird to me too. How they made such a big deal about Harley being just crazy in the Suicide in Suicide Squad. They're like, oh, she's just crazy. What is she gonna do? But it's like, why are we asking? The real question here: What the fuck is Slipknot gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I think that was a gag. I man, when I did not laugh when when Slipknot is revealed as I can climb things, I said, "Oh God, I I, I gotta see this." When I was watching the movie theaters, I said, "Okay, I gotta see what what happens after." And then he kind of shoots the gun, and he like slowly does like a zoom up to the roof. I said, "What a <laughs> fucking!" I said, "What a fucking geek." <laughs> this is your this is what you got to do and then they just explode yes. his head i feel <laughs> like any other director would have made that so comedic and funny but i was more infuriated that you made me like you straight up try to tell me that this guy was the real fucking deal because he can climb uh <laughs> an apartment what Listen, everyone. You know, you know what I've been saying though. I've been saying I can't wait for the Suicide Squad to have their X Force moment, like <laughs> in Deadpool two when all of X Force just died, <laughs> like they oh, led up to this great. big thing. Yeah. Oh, it's I gonna can't be wait. fantastic. It's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be fantastic. And, that and that and is also one of the best gags in a superhero movie ever. All the well, marketing. Listen, it was a gag, but I was so angry because I was like, "Oh man, I wanted to see the freaking like Battlestar or whatever the guy." I know. Name is. I, was, I know. I was, I was so, so angry. I was so angry, but at the same time, I was like, "It's just so damn funny" because they let it all up like, in the marketing. They're making such a big deal yeah, out of X-Force. Yeah. And then Terry like, Crews was like, "Oh yeah, look at Bill Skarsgård, Pennywise in here. He's spitting." I was like, "This is oh, awesome!" Man. And then they just they just get ganked. They just vanish. They made it too funny to be mad about. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's, that's my point. You can make it comedic and then not get... I, I don't remember a lick of anyone laughing at the Slipknot oh, yeah. thing and, and Suicide Squad. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't funny. I was like baffled. I was like, what? It's and not then, even like memorable, really. You know? Yeah. I was baffled because like they're trying to make it funny. Like Harley's like saying some some like some quip and I'm like, this 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 is... A, this. I was like, that, at that point, I was like, this movie is, is something there- else. Any joke in Suicide Squad that made you laugh? I can think of one. One oh, joke. Fuck. That's a good joke. And it's when what? it's when Rick Flag smashes the watch on the bar and then Captain Boomerang takes it and <laughs> runs out. That's the only joke that I can remember that made me laugh. <laughs> I don't fucking remember that. <laughs> it's such a small moment. It's <laughs> such a small moment. 
quite but when frank, you're watching Suicide no Squad, idea. you're trying to find any little small thing to like be like, yes, that's redeeming. I'm I'm thinking, quite frank, I got nothing. <laughs> Maybe a couple of Harley lines. That's it. I don't even think her lines are funny. Like that one on the helicopter that I always think about it. The one on the helicopter that falls so incredibly flat. And it's not because Margot. She's doing everything she can to make it funny. Um, it's like, uh, I like your perfume. What's that? The smell of uh, this stench of death. Like, that's not funny. That's not even Harley. Like what? Listen, <laughs> you know how you know how much we're shitting on this movie. And can you imagine somebody wanting more of this? I know. Right. You want more of this? And it's like the studio didn't make David Ayer like. Um, that's what I'm. Write, that's what I'm the studio. Saying. The studio didn't make David Ayer write Triangle Bitch or What Are We? Some kind of Suicide Squad. That's or, what I'm saying. You know. So I'm like, yeah. okay. They're like, oh, somebody was like, oh yeah, but they did reshoots, and I said, okay, but they still was his reshoots. It was all him. All the terrible dialogue, all the scenes were all him. We need to you stop want more? pretending like Suicide Squad is in the same ballpark as Justice League. It's not because yeah. somebody physically came in and reshot a movie. Someone else physically yeah. came in, reshot a movie, added a bunch of weird sexual shit, added a bunch of weird sexual scenes, and took away a bunch of other scenes with other characters. And then David's movie okay the studio edited weird but at the end of the day the shitty lines and the shitty scenes are still gonna be in there what and also you have to take into account too kathy ann after finishing birds of prey has came out and said that the studio fucked with her movie right and her movie is still good and guess what <laughs> movie's, the movie's still fucking good really that's good. what i'm saying that's what i'm that's, that's what i mean that's that's why i'm like <laughs> that's what i mean like listen yeah, her movie was probably fucked with, but at the end of the day, there's some good shit in there. I'm saying, yeah, you you want more of this is Katana? Her souls are gonna try. <laughs> what was the dialogue? The way you say that is completely the same way that you said. <laughs> you want more of Slipknot? Killing me. <laughs> you want more Slipknot? You kidding me? Oh my god. You want Harley, more of like Harley you want more like, of Enchantress? Harley be like it's the voices. Oh my god. Yeah. That's not funny. <laughs> it's so dumb. Wait, wait, the best part the best part of Suicide Squad is that cool VFX shot of Enchantress turning into Enchantress and it's the hand. The black oh yeah, man. that was fucking dope. Yeah, that was yeah. Dope. That's I've like the only that. cool part. They dropped like a clip on that on YouTube or something, like when the movie was leading up to it, and that was fucking cool. Okay, that I yeah. knew that. That was cool. When she like, kind of flips it over. This is what I mean by you. You hang on to the smallest little minuscule deal detail <laughs> in Suicide Squad. Even in um the video game, even in um I, like I said, when something hits really good, then other other media's for the character they'll start borrowing it. So like I said, mm-hmm. when I was talking about Harley Quinn's look, you know, ever since the Suicide Squad. And there you go. Okay, I'll praise you there. Yeah, he, he's David. The, he's the, also we, we need to talk about how how wrong it went with Joker because he had the same idea with Harley and Joker, right? Their looks mm-hmm. aren't too. They're kind of based off the same like uh, like gangster kind of stuff, right? Instead of making Joker like uh, a mobster or whatever, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> he went for a gangster kind of look uh with both harley and joker and it worked so well with harley and somehow just went so wrong with joker 
Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. And and I think that, okay, if you want me to say some stuff that's redeeming about the movie, okay, you made an iconic character in Harley Quinn. That Harley Quinn look was everywhere. There you mm-hmm. go, fine. Yeah. Will Smith's story with his daughter, I guess, was okay. Okay? Wasn't the greatest, but I guess it's okay. All right? Uh, that's, that's it. Okay, Enchantress's, like, switch move at the uh, in, that, in that that part is also great. Okay? Fine. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> now to look that's for it. more. <laughs> that's that's all you got from me, you know. Okay, here's another one. The trailer was fantastic. Yeah, I think the Flash uh, cameo is pretty cool too. Actually, Flash cameo is cool. I yeah. like when I I like what I, I saw think of Batman's Joker. Cool in it. I don't like Batman in it. Oh, I do like his little Harley Quinn and and uh and okay, listen, I do I did like his little chase sequence thing. I liked it I until think... Harley like kissed him. That was weird. That didn't seem like I don't know. It just seemed weird. <laughs> Harley, she she fucks. She does. She does fuck with Batman like that a lot in the comics. Really? Just, like, I, it seems so. Like, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like you should <laughs> have like, had more interactions of them before that kind of thing. Because it just seemed like out of this. left field. Like it's like it's in the beginning of the movie too, by the way. So it's like you're not even with Harley for a good amount of time before she does that. So it just feels like very like I don't know. It you seems why? It's weird. Why? You wanna why? You wanna why? why? Because <laughs> because for some reason after BBS we need Suicide Squad. That makes no sense as far as releasing <laughs> your thing. Now, if you would have got a Batman movie after BBS with Joker and Harley Quinn, or Harley Quinn's just fucking because Harley Quinn fucks with Bruce Wayne a lot. She but in like cock. in the she's animated like, series though, in the animated series though, right? It's like they know each other though. Like you get to see them like interact like quite often but in like suicide squad it's just like he is after them for two seconds and then no i don't think you're wrong <laughs> i don't think you're wrong i think that's my issue that's what one of my main issues with this you with the with how the universe started because yeah. if you would have put a batman movie in between suicide squad as like batman's fighting joker and harley quinn and harley quinn's fucking with him because she does she does that so i i, I can understand if like to a casual non-comic book reader who's just like, what the fuck is going on here? And then Batman just decks her. Whoa, hey, what, yeah. what happened here, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, that happens. Like, like if they would have established, I agree, they should have established all of that in the first one where Harley is kind of fucking with him, with Joker. Honestly, I think it would have been a cool kind of twist if you got a Batman movie and Harley's the, the main villain instead of Joker. And Joker How really, maybe amazing. Joker's, like, would, injured. Oh, my God, can you imagine, like, Harley being in the being. Uh, being in the place of like a Catwoman, like playing like the Catwoman kind of like role in a movie, it would be great. Yeah, that would be Joker's so like, good. That's actually happened. There's a comic where Joker gets injured, and then Harley's the main villain for Batman. I think it's called Joker and Bat. I think it's called Harley Quinn and Batman. Oh wow! And or Batman and Harley Quinn, and uh, she's like fucking with him the entire time, <laughs> and she does flirt with that. him a lot. She's like, you know, and I'm not with Mr. J. It's just, it seems out of character or just not even out of character, just like sudden for it to be like within two seconds of them being on screen together. She's like, when I'm, she'd be flirting with him. I'm I'm not with Mr. J. You know, I have, you know, I mean, she fucks Mm -hmm. with him. And he, and you know, when he, when Batman is trying to be a noble citizen, he doesn't want to hit a woman. And he's like standing there and she's like fondling over him and walking all in, walking in a circle before he like handcuffs her and stuff. I think Batman sort of likes when those female characters does that (laughs) at first. And then he puts them in jail. 
uh, because, you know, he needs some type of action or something like that. So Catwoman, Poison Ivy yeah. does it um harley quinn does it and stuff like that and then they're like they're like touching his like muscles and stuff and then like you know see that's why it doesn't seem weird in birds of prey when she goes like oh after that hunky guy bruce it doesn't seem weird in birds of prey because we already have some sort of interaction with them beforehand you know so yeah I agree. I think that's I think that's why it's just so (laughs) jarring when you just turn on Suicide Squad. He's chasing them and he just I do like that scene though, but I feel like I would have liked it more if uh, you had. If they actually talked, if they actually talked and like, you know, you gave the scene some room to breathe and like you actually had like a proper interaction with the characters. Because when you think about it, the scene is just him chasing on top of the car and then Harley and Joker talking inside the car and you crash the car in the water and then Joker's gone. So they never even get to interact once. And then with Harley, he picks her up and she's like, just got out of the water so she's like knocked out or whatever and then he punches her underneath the water gets out she's knocked out like i just said puts her down she kisses him and then that's it like the scene isn't given any room to breathe it's super brief like it's not even like a proper interaction so it's like it doesn't seem like at all like memorable i guess you know why i like it i like it just because it gave me like <clears throat> I think in the moment when I was watching it in theaters, I'm like, oh man, that would have been so. This is like so cool. It's like a. It would have been cool in a Batman like a, movie. Yeah, that's why I was like. Then, it, then you go back to Amanda Waller. I'm like, oh, I forgot it's another mm. movie. <laughs> and then I'm, you know what I mean? Because I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh man, this would. And then Batman, you're still seeing the sides of Batman where he doesn't want to completely. Ki- I think that's what that's what uh, David Ayer kind of changed from uh, from the BBS one. He didn't like let Harley drown. He's like, okay, uh, you're fucking, you're okay, you're drowning. Joker's gone. Let me revive you and put you in jail. Yeah, I, I love Batman that. Does. I love that he does like save her. That's what that's what Batman does and stuff. And that's mm-hmm. and then of course when if you had sub- substance behind it, when he gives uh when when he gives Harley the uh when you give when he gives Harley, I'm sorry, my mic keeps going out. When he when he gives Harley the uh, the CPR. It's something that Harley Quinn would do. Just start kissing him because she's fucking crazy. <laughs> so, but I get it that if, you know, we got, if you're like a casual and you're just watching this, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> you know? But if you understand the history of Joker or Harley Quinn and Batman, it's something Harley Quinn would do. But <sighs> they man. just haven't established that history to earn that That's moment. <laughs> no one believes me when I say that sometimes I prefer DC characters over MCU characters, but they if you go into the movies, they just don't know what to do. And I get so <laughs> frustrated because like yeah. oh man. <laughs> and I've been going on for a very long time. Sorry, we got talking about Suicide Squad and <laughs> And other shit and Dylan O'Brien and stuff. So, instead, <laughs> we're gonna call it a day here on the podcast on today's live show. Thank you guys all for joining us. If you listened this far, thanks. If you vanished, <laughs> thanks for listening to half the show and then realizing, <laughs> God, you know, these motherfuckers are going on a tangent. I'm out of here. I get it. So I understand. sorry. <laughs> but once again, thank you guys all for joining us. My name is Dwayne. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Hannah, take it away. At Rejected Hannah on Twitter. The fuck is movies and cats? I know.
fucking Twitter. Twitter support taking fucking forever. Seriously. I keep I keep seeing you like, you know, talk to them and be like, hey, I'm account. <laughs> After <laughs> uh, I like I check their Twitter every now and again because they reply to people like with the like suspended stuff and they'll help you get your account back. But they only do it for a few people. So when they're online, you gotta you gotta try and get your chance. So <laughs> Yeah, and then it's just I, I don't know what's going on because I, I kind of want, you know, I want movies and cats back. Me too. I know, I know you're missing your uh, your engagement. Simps. I am. That stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, Hannah and I will be back on Friday to talk about what the fucking Falcon and whatever the fuck. <laughs> Wait, will will new episode of Invincible will be out by then? Yeah, I think Friday. Yeah, sure. So we'll, we'll be able so. to talk about that. I'm so in Invincible. Oh, by the way, are you seeing Godzilla vs. Kong this week? What the fuck? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a loser. All I know is that my dad told me that I need to be Team Godzilla, and that's all I know. God, why don't you? why aren't you excited about the Chunky Boys? Because we have to get through the human characters in order to get to the Chunky Boys. If it was just the Chunky Boys, I'd be excited. I actually did hear the human characters are just, they're here. See? See? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I know we're all, I know we got a long time. Listen, I watched King of the the Monsters last night. Man, and I said, dude, Godzilla's barely in this. See, <laughs> I'm I'm within my rights to not be excited for this movie. <laughs> I said, "Oh my god, Godzilla's like he he shows up, he vanishes, they talk, <laughs> and then they talk some more, and then he screams, and then he vanishes, and then it's a battle." Yeah. I'm so, within my rights. <laughs> all right. Okay, listen, Josie saw it. And last week she said, "Listen, they're here." That's what she said. And she said, "I mean, you just gotta have to deal with it." That's what she says. This is verbatim <laughs> what she said on last week's world show. And I said, "Oh boy." Uh, so, oh man. Listen, I'm still excited. All right, chunky boys, baby. You know what I'm saying. I, I need, I need plushies. Is what I need. I won't see the. I maybe I won't see the movie, but I need plushies of Kong mean, and maybe Godzilla. Movie, you're gonna see it. You're gonna be like the Justice League where you're gonna see everyone talking about it, and you're gonna be like, ah, probably. <laughs> you're gonna feel that FOMO. I well, hope you do because you my need dad, to watch it. My dad and my brother have IMAX uh tickets to go see it, so I might I might have to go with them. Just go with them and watch the chunky support the chunky boys, please. Yeah. God, Honestly, Tom, if I if I do go, it'll be because I just want to go to a theater. <laughs> Tom Holland was in that thing. Oh, Ooh. for sure. <laughs> I, what, I why would I do that when I could just stay home and watch Teen Wolf? That's fair. That's fair <laughs> anyway, everyone, I found you. That's <laughs> the end of the show. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah. We'll talk to you guys soon.